Mr. Bridge, did you have any interactions with the staff of the Eastern Columbia building about Ms. Hurd's allegations against Mr. Depp? Yes. And at some point, uh, did you see a security video taken in the Eastern Columbia building? Yes. When was that? Welcome to Depp versus Heard. Testimony from Isaac Baruch, day two of the 24-day trial, examined by Elaine Bredehoff and counsel for the plaintiff, Johnny Depp. Time used by the defendant, Amber Heard, 17 minutes. Time used by the plaintiff, 19 minutes. There's a pool there, there's, a, uh, there's uh, another uh, top of another apartment. Uh, Jim, there's an X, and that's uh, the elevator. And so you walk out of the elevator, you make a little uh, left, and there's part of Penthouse 5, and then you keep walking straight, and then you make a left, a sharp left, and the actual Penthouse 5 is straight ahead, and then you hang a right, and you walk, start walking up that way. On your right is gonna be penthouse one. On your left is gonna be penthouse four. When you get to the end of that corridor, this is the door for penthouse three. And if you hang a right, oh look, there it is, it came up on the screen. <laughs> and if you hang a right, and you go down to the end, is the door to penthouse two. That's the apartment that I lived in. And who did you understand owned these penthouses? Oh, Johnny owned them all. Was anyone else living um, in the penthouses at the time that you moved in in March 2013? No, I was the first one to move in. I moved in the first week of March, and then a couple of weeks later, two, three weeks later, then Johnny and Amber moved in. And then after that, the next one to move in is Rocky. Raquel Pennington, Amber's uh, friend. And then at some point, her sister moved in, Whitney. And uh, also uh, at some point, uh, Rocky's uh, boyfriend moved in with her in penthouse one. So I believe you just testified that uh, Mr. Depp and Ms. Hurd moved in uh, shortly after you moved in, is that right? Yes. And which penthouse did they move into? Penthouse three. And then you testified, I believe, that um, uh, someone named Rocky Pennington moved in? Yes. Who was Rocky Pennington? Amber Heard's friend from Texas. And I, I think they made, I don't know, I'm not sure if they told me that they moved out there together or something like that. But um, yeah, her friend. And later you said that um, her boyfriend moved in with her. What was his name? Josh, Josh Drew, penthouse one. And I believe you also testified that um, Whitney moved in. Who was Whitney? Whitney uh, Hurd. Uh, she's married, so she's got a different last name. I'm not sure what it is. But uh, Amber's sister, Whitney. And which of the units did Miss um, Hurd's sister live in? Four. Oh, yeah, I... I was friends with all of them. I loved them all. They all treated me with respect. We had, it was great. Uh, you know, I'm an old time friend of Johnny's living 
living there and we were looking out for each other. We became great friends. I fell in love with the, all of them. When you moved in um, to Penthouse 2, you were working on an art show with Mr. Depp, right? Yeah, that, that's the entire reason that I'm there, is to, to, the, to uh, work and put together this art show. Did you have a time frame that you expected to be able to put on that art show? At first, when we first powwowed this idea, when, you know, it's, 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 we talked about, all right, what do we do? You know, what's, what's this show going to be? What, how many paintings is it, is it going to be? And we came up with a number. Okay. So there's going to be a certain body of work. I'm not, I'm not a known person. I'm just some schnuck painter. It's so there's, and if I was a famous painter, I could make five paintings and, and the room will fill up. But so we decided, okay, like 25 pieces of work, large scale. And I would, and Johnny says, Hey, what, how long do you think this will take? I said, I've never done it before. I don't know, maybe a few months. And were you able to compete, complete the paintings in the, in a few months? No, it's, it's after. It took me to, to, in order to make two large scale paintings, it took me like almost two months. And I'm, t I'm start freaking out going, I'm only got two paintings and all right, I got to do 25. I said a few months. So I ended up going to Johnny's place and, and saying, Hey, look, dude, this is going to take a lot longer than a, f a, a, a few months. I, I could only make two paintings. And how did Mr. Depp react? He looks at me and he starts laughing and he says, Ike, don't worry. I do not care. I just want you to paint however long it takes. Just, I want you to paint every day. During the course of the time that you were living at the Eastern Columbia building, um, did Mr. Depp ever give you any money? Yeah. How much did he give you? Over a period of four years of the patronship. I can, I ballpark it calculated probably around a hundred thousand from the first, from the first get go. When I say, Hey, look, I need dough, you know, to buy stuff and, and, and to, you know, do this. He, I ended up getting an envelope the next day with $5,000 in it. And then I budgeted it and, and stretched it out and, you know, and so every few months I, I get an envelope. It could have been that uh, I didn't know if it was going to be the same amount, but it ended up being the same amount, which was wow. Uh, so basically around five grand every few months. So in a year, that's 20 grand. But then also there was a period, uh, maybe a, a year or two might have been that it was five times I had to ask for, for dough or it was four. And then on top of it, so I, so right there, that's could be 80 grand or 90 grand. And then on top of that, I ended up, uh, uh, getting a herniated disc. He sent me to the doctors to get an MRI and, and see the doctor get an MRI. And there was 10 weeks of, of uh, therapy that he covered. So I throw that in there too. And I ended up coming up with the figure of a hundred, a hundred grand. Could be a little less, could be a little more. 
What was your understanding of whether Mr. Depp intended to be paid back for that oh. money that he provided to you? There's no, it's, he, that's not even the thought of being paid back. This is something that he wanted to see happen. This is something he he invested in. To, to, to he knew it was, he had to he was going to spend money to make it happen for me to survive and paint and create this thing that he wanted to see because he liked the art. And so there was and there was no payback. And the the whole thing was about him selling the art. So that way I for, so that way I keep all the money. He didn't expect anything. It was he was doing this as a friend, as he's done with many other friends. Now you know that Ms. Heard was excuse me. I I'm didn't sorry. hear the beginning of what you started saying. I said let's start with the makeup. Okay. Okay. You're aware that Ms. Hart, Ms. Heard has both modeled and been an actor and had been for many years before you met her, correct? I knew she acted. I didn't know she was a model. Okay. Were you aware that she had a commercial uh, uh, agreement with L'Oreal, for example? When now or back then? What's your knowledge? I don't know any of that. Okay. Have you ever been with Ms. Hurd when she has put makeup on? I've been in the room, yeah, when she's putting, when makeup was getting put on her. Yeah. When makeup was being put on her, was this for some acting role or something like that? It was an event that they were going to. Mm -hmm. So that was somebody else applying makeup to Ms. Yeah. Hurd who was going to have some gala event that she was going to. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been with Ms. Hurd in her bathroom or anything when she's applying her makeup in the morning? No. Okay. Do, do you, are you familiar with Amica cream? What is it? Amica. Amica? Yes. No. Okay. Do you know what type of foundation Ms. Hurd uses? No. Do you know what type of concealer? Ms. Heard uses? No. Do you know what type of tint Ms. Heard uses? I have no clue. Do you know what types of powders Ms. Heard uses? No. Okay. So when you're saying that you didn't notice any makeup, would it be fair to say that you yourself are not familiar with what type of makeup Amber Heard uses on a daily basis? I don't know what she uses on a daily basis. Now, the first time that you saw her, which was May 22nd. Yeah. Ms. Heard was there. Were you aware she was on her way to somebody else's birthday party? Not yours, but somebody else's that day. No. Okay. Can you tell me what her hairstyle was that day? It was just down. Down as in? Just regular. How she has it up now. She's got some kind of hairstyle. But no, she's, she was no head down, regular, no makeup, just hanging. Well, when you say no makeup, you don't know she was not wearing makeup, correct? For a fact? Correct. No. And you don't know whether she had applied Amica cream, correct? 
And I you, didn't even know what Amica cream is. And you don't know whether she had had applied concealer or foundation or powder or tint, correct? That's correct. Okay. Now, if she's going out to a party, yeah. do you think she would want to have her bruise exposed? Objection, Your Honor. What's the objection? Cause for speculation. All right, I'll sustain the objection. Okay. Next question. So, um, do you recall what Ms. Hurd was wearing that day? You know something? I could have sworn she had on a schmuck dress, a uh, hippie dress at that particular time, but I could be confusing it with June 3rd. She's got this Victorian type of uh, uh, long hippie dress that has embroidery and I she definitely was wearing that 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 night all right but but uh, let's go back to May 22nd do you yeah. recall what she was wearing I could have swore she was wearing uh wearing a, a, another schmata dress that I've seen her hanging around uh, uh the apartment with and, and do you recall what color no okay do you recall what jewelry Ms. No. Heard was wearing that day. No. Okay. Now, you indicated that there was a security guard there, and there yes. was Josh Drew, correct? Yeah. And was there anyone else there? Yeah, the two locksmiths. Okay. So and also in the apartment, for a fleeting second, a person went walking by and who seemed to me look like it was Raquel Pennington, but it could be, it could have been. Uh, another friend that was supposedly staying with them. Okay, so you saw somebody come by. So, so how no, many? No, go go through the living room and then they're out of the picture because they went upstairs. So they're at this. That's somebody that else was in that room and but walking by. Okay. Yeah. So, and you talked to Josh. What did Josh tell you? That's true. He took you to the side. What did he tell you? Objection, Your Honor. Hearsay. All right. I'll sustain the objection to hearsay. All right. Before you spoke with Josh Drew in the other room, what, if anything, had been said about what Mr. Depp did the night before? Objection to the extent it calls for hearsay, Your Honor. All right. Yeah, hearsay. Objection, I'll sustain that objection. I, I, I'm, not, I'm asking what, if anything, I, that was still solicit hearsay. Well, but he already testified about what Amber said. I'll go back to that. Okay. So what exactly did Amber Heard tell you happened the night before? Uh, Mr. Bruch, did there come a time when you um, decided that you planned to pay Mr. Depp back? Oh, yeah. That f for me... When uh, when he he he's he's told me he had money situation going on for me it was like this guy just changed he's been he's been making it possible for me to live and work and and and, and make product and that and and I'm uh, by that expense I'm part of the problem it's like how do I help him. How, how can I help him? I mean, he's sharing his sandwich with me, you know? It's like, if I, how, how, do I, how do I share that my, half, my sandwich with him? Give him that half. 
to make something up. That's it's you you don't you don't not do anything, and said the only thing I got is paintings. So I I stood up when he's he's telling me what he's telling me about his money situation, and for me I said hey it's this is if these things ever sell we got to split this 50-50 and I ain't taking no for an answer something I got to add I got to put something into this. So uh, for me, I looked at it like he's got it. He has to get something back. Mr. Bridge, during your time living at the Eastern Columbia building, did you develop a relationship uh, with the defendant in this case, Ms. Hurd? Yeah. And did you get along with Ms. Hurd? I loved her. I fell in love with her just like Johnny fell in love with her. I fell in love with her. She's uh, uh, totally respectful, gracious to me. Uh, that she's got great teeth, uh, that she treated me with complete respect. Anytime I walk into the, she's at the humor wise, total, uh, locker, locker room humor, demented humor, totally laughed at, you know, the jokes, uh, made the jokes, totally got along with her. Every time I walked into that place, Isaac, you want something to eat? Isaac, you want something to drink? Every time. There's only one time I remember that she didn't offer because I walked in and she's in the kitchen at the counter and she's doing a beauty facial mask and uh, so she can't offer me. And I'm going, hey, is that something that can help me? And she looked at me and she goes, no. And that, and I'm laughing and then she left after because she didn't realize she was making a joke. So, um, yeah, Mr. I loved him. Mr. Bruch, did Miss Hurd ever visit you in your penthouse? Yeah. Do you recall the first time that she visited you there? Yes. When was that? The first time is that uh, it's in March when they moved in and they were there for a, a, a couple of days and I didn't even know. And Johnny had called me, says, hey, come over, meet my girl. And that, and then the, and so I did. And then the next day, they came over to my place uh, for the first time to see how I had set up the art studio, the uh, lights, and, you know, just what's my painting set up and stuff, and to look at other paintings. And they walked in, and I remember the first thing she said was, I hope we didn't keep you up last night because of all the yelling. And I I looked at her and says, no, these walls are like three feet thick. I don't hear deadly squat. How did she seem when she said that to you? Well, she's semi-joking and inquisitive, you know, like they did, you know, to find out. Um, in your three and a half years living at the Eastern Columbia building, did you have opportunities to observe Mr. Depp's and Ms. Hurd's uh, relationship? Yeah. Can you describe uh, what you observed about their relationship? They were always loving with each other. They treated each other like gold, you know, kissing and, and you know, can, what can I get you type of thing, you know, being kind with each other. Always loving, always a loving situation. How often would you say you interacted with Mr. Depp and Ms. Hurd? If they were there because they're traveling, they're doing, they're working and doing stuff. 
If they were there, I saw them maybe two, three times a week. Could maybe uh, uh, there might be one time, one time a week that I see them, that I go over to hang out or, you know, see them. Or they might come, or Johnny might come over to visit or, you know, like that. Since you've known them, um, did you ever see them get physically violent with each other? Never. Did you ever see them argue? Yes. How, how many times? Probably like twice. Thank you. All right, now let's go back to the argument that you witnessed between Mr. Depp and actually Ms. Hurd, who was on the phone or the speaker phone. Do you recall testifying about Say that? Say this again, start again, start yes. again. Yes, let's go back to you testified that you observed an argument between Mr. Depp and Ms. Heard. Do you recall that? You came into the room, Mr. Depp had yeah. Amber on speakerphone. Do you recall that? Yeah. Okay, Mr. Mr. Depp was drunk. Would you agree? Yeah. Okay. And do you recall that Amber was actually in London, not New York? No. You don't recall that? No, I thought it's, it's I think I thought it was she was in New York. Okay. And you recall that Mr. Depp was accusing Amber of sleeping with somebody, right? There was somebody else in the room with her, and that's that's and that's what they were arguing about. Are you sure that Mr. Depp wasn't thinking there was someone in the room and she was trying to tell him there wasn't somebody in the room? He, uh, say that again? Are you sure he wasn't saying someone was in the room and she was trying to convince him there wasn't anybody in the room? Well, he said that, that he heard uh, the other voice. Okay, and were, did you hear the voice? Oh, no. I walked in there already, it's, this is already in motion. Right, and Amber's saying, why are you saying that, right? Amber was, Amber was saying, come on, baby, why are you being like this? What are you, what are you doing? Come on, Johnny, there's no need, why are you being like this? Right. And it was taunting. How, how is it taunting to say, why are, why are you accusing me of having somebody in my room? because they were in the midst of no solution. At that point, it's, it would be, if, if instead of taunting, saying, listen, John, let's talk tomorrow and let's end this conversation right now and, every, and, and we'll talk tomorrow and we'll get to an understanding because there's not gonna be any solution right now. But there was none of that. It was just con continuous, Oh, baby. Oh, baby. So, and that kept it going. If, if Mr. Depp in his drunken state was suffering from delusions and, and thought he heard a voice and wasn't, do you think it would have been reasonable for Amber to be saying, what's going on? Why are you saying this? What's going on? Objection, Your Honor. Speculation. I'll allow the question. You can answer it. You can answer the question, sir, if you... Would I think it would be what? If, if Mr. Depp was suffering from delusions 
and there wasn't anybody in the room, and he hadn't heard a voice, but thinks he's hearing a voice, would it be reasonable for Amber to be trying to figure out what's going on? Objection, Your Honor. Hypothetical speculation. I'll sustain a speculation to that question. Okay. And, and the bottom line is, you came in on the call, so you don't know what he said first or whether there was any voices, correct? Whether he heard voices yes. besides hers? Yes. No, I didn't hear the beginning of the conversation. Okay. And then after the hang-up, he went straight to bed, right? No. After the first hang-up, yeah. she, she calls back again, which uh, was, was, was it necessary? I don't know. And Do then a third time... Knew, do you know whether she knew whether he accidentally hung, hung up or not? That he accidentally hung up? Right. Do you know whether she knew whether whether he hung up intentionally or accidentally? No, uh, the same okay. way that I wouldn't know if, like, you know, yeah, she didn't know that the telephone line got cut. Right. Okay. Mm. So, so after the three calls that you testified about, he went straight to bed, right? Went to the couch and laid down. Right. And, yeah. and he was drunk. Yeah, and went and he went went to sleep. Yeah, he went out. Do you know whether he'd taken any drugs that night? No. Okay. Now, you have known. Uh, you've already testified. You've known him for forty-two years. He, yeah. You didn't pay rent at the penthouse, correct? No, no one did. Right, right, right. Okay. And then after you finished at the penthouse, you went over and lived with him in Switzer, correct? I live in uh, one of his house, uh, house that he owns on Suiza. And you still live there? Yes. And rent-free, correct? Yes. Okay. And uh, is it, has, other than the 100000 you never paid that back, right? The 100000 that he's given you? No, that's not, that's a thing that, that that's a thing for me, when I, if the, how I look at it and stuff, at some point I would love to uh, pay it back, pay back uh, some that money, but that's not something that is expected. That's he's expecting. Would you say so, you're kind of beholden to Mr. Dell? No, not beholden at all. Uh, he, he's given you a hundred thousand dollars. He's put Over you in that nice. I'm sorry, I started, I didn't hear the whole question. Can he, you say he, it again? You were rent-free in, in penthouses for a number of years, and now you've been rent-free ever since in Switzer? That's, that's a nice friend. Yeah, okay. The first argument that I remember was uh, walking in, uh, there was a... It was a telephone argument. Johnny's at the kitchen table and he's arguing, he's, he's, he's screaming about something. And on the other line, cause it's on speaker and he's talking with the phone at, at the phone. Uh, the other person is, is Amber. And then she's in New York and he's, uh, at the kitchen table and, uh, they're arguing. And he's going, who is it? Who is it? And she's saying, oh, baby, come on, please don't. What are you doing, baby? Why are you being like this, baby? And this went on for a little while, and I'm listening, and then he hangs up. She calls back again, and it's the same thing. 
Who is it? What's going on? Who is it? And she's she's saying, oh, come on, baby. Don't be, what are you, what are you doing, baby? And, and then hang up the phone again. The third time it happens, I'm saying this, there's no solution in this conversation. I grabbed the phone from him and I says, hey, Amber, this is Isaac. Listen, this conversation is now over. And I hung up the phone. And she didn't call back again. And he went to the couch and went to bed. I believe you said you saw them argue twice. Was there another time that you saw them argue? Uh, I ended up uh, going over and there's at the kitchen table is Johnny, is Amber, is uh, Rocky and Josh. And they're pa and I'm going, what are you guys doing? And they're hanging out and they're power trying plot of to figure out a way how to get rid of Whitney to not live there anymore. And I felt bad. I like Whitney. Says, you know, oh, why, well, you know, that's, that's going to be a drag. And, uh, I, just, I, you know, what are you plotting? You know, how do you figure out? Hey, lend your sister some dough and let her move out. But, you know, they're trying to figure something out, something differently or whatever. At one point, so uh, there was a point, Johnny got completely, uh, you know, flustered and, uh, and frustrated and he got up. And he walks away, and as he's walking away, he says, figure it out. And that was it. That was the whole thing. I don't know if you want to call it, I don't think you uh, might, might call that an argument, but. Uh, Your Honor, I'm about to um, switch gears a little bit. It might okay. be a good time for a mid-morning break. Perfect, thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and uh, have you take your morning recess for 15 minutes, okay? Just remember to not talk to anybody and do not do any outside research, okay? And we'll see you back here in 15 minutes. You can, you can stay right here. That's fine. You don't have to stand. Thank you. All right. So I just want to remind you, since you're still on the stand, I know you can't talk to any of the attorneys or Mr. Hurt at this time until your testimony is done. Okay? Okay. All right. And we'll be back. And we'll be back at 11.45. Okay? Right. I got to stay here the yeah, whole time. Yeah, you have to time. stay the whole time. <laughs> you can move Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Your next question. Mr. Baruch, were you back? Still <laughs> okay. Thank you for coming back. Yes. Um, were you still living in Penthouse 2 of the Eastern Columbia Building on May 21st, 2016? Yes. yes. Do you recall what you were doing that evening? Yes. What were you doing? I was out. It was evening time. I'm out in the neighborhood and I'm on my way home. I get a phone call from my friend to, uh, who wants to know if I want to go out and eat. I said I just ate, but uh, I'm five minutes away from from the Eastern Columbia building home and uh, go across the street, get something to eat and uh, bring it up for takeout and we'll go upstairs to my joint and We'll eat, and yeah. Did you meet your friend back at the Eastern Columbia building? Yeah. Around what time was that? 9.30. What happened after you met your friend? We went upstairs. Can we pull up um, Plaintiff's Exhibit 116 again, please?
Now, do you have a recollection of, of Mr. Depp uh, having a volatile relationship with his earlier uh, partner, Vanessa Paradis? No, but then again, I wasn't, uh, I met her a couple of times. I have no, I wasn't, we weren't, our paths weren't crossing at that particular time when they were together. All right. Do you recall Mr. Depp ever referring to uh, a circumstance with her as carnage? What's the relevance? Sir? Uh, we're talking, he, he's trying to give character testimony here, and I'm, um, I'll tell you what, I'll move to a different okay. one. All right. Now, you said that Mr. Depp and Ms. Hurd were, uh, you said that they were always nice to each other? Yeah. Do you ever remember Mr. Depp referring to Amber uh, with the term cunt? Like to a face? No, no, to you, calling calling her a cunt to you. Maybe in a maybe in a text. Uh, All right. Did did he do it more than once in a oh, text? I would have I would have no recollection of that. I mean, he's called me a cunt in uh, in, in 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 a text. So I mean, it could be uh, I don't know how many uh, uh, texts. If there's something specific. If you could show me a text, that would be a different story. I don't, but I don't, you know, we've had many texts together, many kind, you know. Now this is a text message between you and Mr. Depp. Do you see that? Well, there's 80 million texts. If you go down to 50, go to the one that's number 57. 57 from... This is here? from me to him. I'm sorry. May, may I approach? Okay, sure. Are you on 57 yet? 57. Right. And, and this is to you, correct, from Mr. Depp? Is that how it's, uh, it says from two, three, two, three, four, four, five, 2400. That used to be my telephone number. So that's two, correct? Oh, okay. I see. I understand. I understand. Right. Yes, 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 all yes. Right. And, and that's to me. All right. And, and the message he's sending to you, and this is October 18, 2016, is hopefully that objection, Your Honor. Exhibit's not in evidence, and she's reading directly from it into the record. All right. Uh, all right. Does this refresh your recollection that Mr. Depp referred to uh, Amber Heard as a cunt? And in fact, rotting cunt's rotting corpse is decomposing. Objection, Your Honor. Sustain the objection if you rephrase. I'll ask it. I'll ask okay. it differently. Um, do you recall Mr. Depp ever telling you that he, in base terms, uh, hoped that Amber's Rotting corpse is decomposing. Objection. In the trunk of a Honda Civic. I'll allow it. I'm not understanding the question. Say it again. 